Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Name a celebrity who's been kind to you. Can you do it? Well, if you can, give us a call. 651-641-1071. Because we're going to talk about it. Celebrities, they're just like us. Only they're nicer, maybe. And, and maybe they look better and they might have more money. And oh, I'm depressed. But can we go back to like something more positive? Yeah, like celebrities being nice to you. So mm-hmm. this came uh, from the Twitter machine. And um, I saw it last night. It came from a writer. And it said very simply this, name a celebrity, A-list, a D-list that's been kind to you. No long stories, just a name. We actually look forward to your stories, so please feel free to share them. 651-641-1071. Oh, by the way, you're listening to Colleen and Bradley here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley. Holly is here today and Lindsay as well. Colleen will be back on Monday. Now, back to this conversation about celebrities. Because usually, and I think this came from a place of usually celebrities can be... Mm, to quote a title uh, of this another segment of our show, D-Bags. Less than savory. Mm. Right? Celebrities, in fact, the guy went on to say, um, uh, famous people usually suck and are mean, so... Yeah. You know. Well, you were talking about it is something that we talked about last hour, that Hollywood Reporter article about Leonardo DiCaprio, where one of the fun facts about Leo is that he has people request to other people not to make eye contact with him. Oh, yeah. That seems, yeah, that's just that's not relatable. nice. Nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I won't lie. If I were a celebrity, it'd be kind of nice to say, hey, I just don't want people to look at me today because I'm not feeling my best. It would be. Problem is the people power. wouldn't listen to me. And they would look extra hard at me. Yep, just to spite you. <laughs> anyway, we have a couple of callers on the line we'll get to in just a moment. But um, Holly, I ask you, have you met a celebrity who's been kind to you? Have you been the object of some celebrity's kindness? Well, I would say that there have been celebrities who have not been mean to me. Oh! Yeah, I know, okay. right? So, and kind, like LL Cool J at the oh. Coffee Bean. You were at the coffee bean, like the Gloria Jean's coffee bean? Or no, the what? coffee bean coffee bean. That's a coffee chain in Southern California. Oh, okay. And LL Cool J was there, and he was very nice. What this was, was he all doing? Getting coffee. Oh, okay. Just, he wasn't, like, working. Well, he was working, because this is where we all worked. We all worked at the same place, and he was very nice. At the Paramount Studio lot. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, Because I used to okay. work on the Paramount Studio lot. And he, I remember having an encounter with him, and he was very nice. Because usually, you know, you just didn't really bother people because you would see people all the time. Yeah. Uh, Ray Romano almost ran me over with a golf cart, though. Those golf carts are fun, by the way. Uh, or, very. Or we took a tram when we took a tour of the Paramount Studio. Mm-hmm. Also, fun fact, uh, that's where Lucille... Ball's office was. Yes, I used to look at it every day. Did you really? Yeah, Brad. Do you have a celebrity? I do. Thank you for asking. I just wanted to talk about Lucille Ball. (laughs) Uh, She's now come up twice in the show today. But no, our conversations (laughs) about celebrities have been kind. I interviewed uh, Valerie Harper once, and she was very kind to me. She took uh, a moment at the end of the interview to say, 
you know, I think we're going to meet someday. And uh, I just think you're an incredible person. And I'm really glad that we got this chance to to get to know each other better. It was the kindest thing anybody has ever said in an interview like that. Yeah. Where she went out of her way and whether or not she, you know, was just blowing smoke up my keister. It felt real. And <laughs> it uh, was nice. It was nice yeah. though. Because celebrities don't have to do that. Because I will tell you, having <laughs> no. done a fair amount and certainly not like a ton, but a fair amount of celebrity interviews over the years, um, some more gracious than others. <laughs> Most of the time it's like, okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> Click. Yep. Okay, let's go to the phones. We've got a fair number of uh, callers on the line. Let's start with Mark, patiently waiting on the phone. Name a celebrity, Mark, that has been kind to you. Hi, Mark. Good afternoon, guys. Uh, I have two quick ones. Uh, in 1992, I had a chance to meet Lawrence Fishburne um, in New York after seeing him in Two Trains Running, and he came out of the stage door, and he stopped and he talked with myself and my sisters and asked us about what our futures were, what we wanted to do, and then said when he left, he said, "Always follow your dreams." And then he got in his car and took off. Oh, that's oh, awesome! That's lovely. It was awesome. And then my second one was when Trisha Yearwood was here for this uh, Starkey, so the world may hear. Yeah, she um, was just. Are you talking about this year? No, a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, I, I was I was a part of the Twin Cities Community Gospel Choir, and we sang background vocals for her. Well, when we finished. She stood by the door, and and as everybody exited, she gave everybody a hug and said, "Thank you so much for being here." Well, oh, that's so sweet, and it felt genuine to you. The, yeah, both times because you know she could have just waved, but she—I mm-hmm. mean, there were like thirty people there, and she took the time to hug every one of us and thank us. That's awesome. Yeah. And 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 Lawrence Fishburne was just—he could not have been more lovely to my sisters and I. So those are my two times. Awesome. Oh. Those are great stories. Thank, thank you, you, Mark. Again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about times and celebrities have been kind to you. Let's go right back to the phones. Kay is on the line. Kay, what's your story? Who did you uh, interact with? Hi, Kay. Hi. It was Sean Connery. Wow, Kay. Okay, tell us more. He was a lovely human being, and um, I had a very small part in the Untouchables movie, Behind the Scenes. Oh, wow. But, you know, I was kind of in the background, and I was supposed to stay in the background, and we were not supposed to mix with the talent. But I didn't know who Sean Connery was at that time. So, you know, he just looked like a nice grandfatherly person, and he he kind of took me under his wing, and he had me sit in the director's chair with him, and he split a box of fiddle-faddle with me. He was just the nice... Did you say a box of fiddle-faddle? I did. Oh, my God, that is <laughs> so awesome. So you ate fiddle-faddle with Sean Connery in the director's chair on the set of The Untouchables. I did, yeah. That is so awesome. Where was that? It was in Montana. In Montana, we were on set for four weeks. Wow. We're wow. on location. What was your role? I was one of the still photographers. Oh, okay. Wow, that is so fascinating. What a fabulous story, Kay. Thanks for sharing yeah, thank that. thank you. That is just, uh, that's cool. I mean, fiddle it's not faddle every day. with Sean Connery. I was just snacking on some <laughs> fiddle, fiddle. faddle. How many of you out there actually know what fiddle faddle is? Lindsay, do you? I am not familiar with fiddle faddle. See, that, I was going to say, you have to be, I feel like, 40 or older or like Holly, just wise beyond your years. Do you know what fiddle faddle is? It, it has peanuts and caramel, doesn't so it? It's like, like poppycock. Yeah. That oh, might, do you know what poppycock yes, is? Yes, yes, It's saying like, I, like it's, yeah. It's fancy Cracker Jack. Oh! <laughs> but it came in a box. Oh, so it's a product. It's like yeah, a yes. butter toffee oh. popcorn experience. Oh, yummy. Fiddle With Sean Connery, I'm, very cool. Now I'm craving fiddle faddle. Let's go back to the phones. We're talking about celebrities who uh, have been kind to us, and Darlene is on the phone. Hi, Darlene. What's your story? Hello, 
yes. I actually met Luke Perry. Oh. Uh, but it was way back when the Planet Hollywood opened at the Mall of America. Yeah. And he was so sweet. And he gave me a hug. I actually got an autograph from my, my granddaughter, who totally loved him. And he gave me a hug and everything. And he told me to have a great day. And, and he was just really, really nice. And at the same gathering, I met Melanie Griffith, who was also very, very pleasant. And just, you know, said, oh, it was nice meeting you. And I hope you're having a great time. And. There were several celebrities there that night, and everybody was really nice, but I can't remember everybody's name. That's so fascinating, though. Yeah. So you were just kind of like milling around with celebs. I would imagine that they were just swamped. Yeah. They were just swamped by people, but still you got a chance to interact one-on-one with them. That's awesome. Yeah, and I can't actually say there was anybody that was there at that particular day that was rude or, you know, or anything. Everybody was just so kind and so nice and yeah. just was greeting everyone. It was very, very nice. That's great. Cool. Thanks, Darlene. Awesome. Thank you, Darlene. If you're just joining us on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're talking about celebrities who've been kind. This is this is kind of awesome because it's heartwarming. It is heartwarming. I'm waiting for someone to call and talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger because remember he was here filming that uh, movie at the Mall of America, Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way, and I remember people love to tell their story about going to see uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger at the mall because oh, it was yeah. at that big toy store that doesn't exist anymore. Fao Schwartz. No. No, it was not at the mall. They had a big toy store, and I can't remember what it was called. It's not a a chain uh, that you would recognize. I don't. But the talking tree. I don't know. That what? was Fao Schwartz. This wasn't Fao Schwartz. It doesn't matter. <laughs> let's go back to the phones, shall we? Well, we have to go to break. Should we keep talking? No, let's keep talking. How about um, we'll go to break. We'll come back, and if you are on the line, stay in. While we're talking nice celebrities, my God, you guys have great stories. And so we just thought we'd keep the conversation going. And also, if you know anything about the history of stores at the Mall of America, we're trying to get to the bottom of the mystery. Anyway, you're listening to Colleen and Bradley here on MyTalk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything celebrity style at MyTalk1071.com. And on the app, by the way, you can win a tank of gas all month long if you download and register for the Tank a Day giveaway on the MyTalk 1071 app while you get to listen to your favorite My Talk shows. You could win a $100 gas card. That's right. Every weekday this month, right, Holly? Yeah. All you have to do is download the My Talk app, register on the app, and then enter to win a tank a day. And if you want more information, go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword tank. Now, this tank a day is $100, so it might be tanks of gas for you. Which is cool. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go back to our conversation. We were having a lot of fun in the first segment talking about, based on this tweet that uh, someone uh, put out there, name a celebrity who's been kind to you. And frankly, it just came from a place of like, uh, usually celebrities get a bad rap, so who's been nice? And we had so many great people call in. We thought we'd keep the conversation going. Up next, we've got Brenda, who's been patiently waiting. Brenda, who who did you interact with? Well, um, on my, I was on a flight just in May. I was coming from Dublin, and we flew to Boston and then to Minneapolis. And there was this young woman sitting across the aisle from me, and we were in coach. And she was just, there was just something about her. She just had, I, I don't know, an aura or a presence that was just like, oh, you know. So we get, I, you know, we get into Boston, and she, she was very tall. So she got my carry-on from overhead, and I thanked her, and she was just very kind and everything. Well, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I got home eventually to Minnesota, and I'm scrolling through Facebook, 
and I see a picture of Dessa, who is oh, going to oh, do yes. a presentation at the minute at the, one of the libraries here in Minnesota. And it was Dessa, and I, you know, I didn't know it at the time, but she was just so kind and unassuming and quiet, and just, you know, there was definitely no diva behavior from her. That's awesome. That's great to hear. So she's a musician, and yeah. um, she does great things, and she, you know, um, clearly doesn't um, hold herself apart. Let's say. No. That, that's and since then I've started following her and yeah she does a lot of great things and I'm I'm a six four year old grandma and I just you know I just it was so you know she was just so kind that's awesome and I really appreciated her getting my carry on because she's very tall <laughs> that's always kind <laughs> yes thanks Thank you, for Brenda. that Brenda let's go to Holly Holly's on the line not you Holly but we have another Holly on the phone and Holly who did you interact with which celebrity. I used to be a flight attendant, so I have tons of oh, stories. Oh, for sure. But I think, flats, but I think the nicest was Leslie Nielsen. Oh, yeah. And actually, Dr. Ruth, Leslie Nielsen stood next to me and said goodbye to every single passenger. Oh, nice. how fun is that? <laughs> what time period was, was this? Um, I have no perception of time. All right. But I would say it was probably about five years before he passed away. Okay. And he passed away. I mean, hysterical. So this would have been probably in the early 2000s or at some point. Um, And of course, Leslie Nielsen, for those of you who don't remember, all those wonderful like airplane films and um, the Naked Gun Gun series, etc. So uh, that's awesome to hear that he was, you know, a really nice person in person. Yeah, he was hysterical. And I mean, funny. and, And then I had Dr. Ruth on and she actually bought pastry for the whole airplane and served them herself. Oh, my God, like pastry? What do you mean? Like she brought it on the plane? We had a delay, and she went out, and there weren't that many passengers. We probably had like 30 people, and she went out to one of those shops and bought donuts oh for God. everybody on the plane and was serving them. That's so wonderful. That's Dr. amazing. Dr. Ruth Westheimer, and I mean, gosh, I haven't heard her name in forever. Oh, thank you for sharing, Holly. Appreciate Thanks, Holly. that. Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Yes. Talking about the sex. Oh. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about times at celebrities. Do you have any other celebrity stories? And Lindsay, feel free to jump in too. I didn't ask you. All I have are liked tweets. That is the millennial interaction oh. with celebrity. Oh, well, who's liked a tweet of yours, Lindsay? Uh, a couple of artists that I that I like in terms of musicians, and that's about it. But someday we will meet someone of great importance, and I'm sure they will just look at me and say, hello, friend. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Well, again, I do think it is, I think it's rewarding to interact with a celebrity in a place where 
There's nothing like there are no cameras. It is not a celebrity moment necessarily. They're not on per se, but Mm -hmm. they are just walking through time and space like a a fellow human being. And they are, you know, you perceive or you are gifted some actual kindness from them. I think that's a unique experience. Let's go to uh, Marcy's on the phone. Hey, Marcy, um, which celebrity have you interacted with? Uh, Dustin Hoffman. Oh, where did that happen? When? It was in a Benihana restaurant in Palm Springs, California. Wow. Palm Springs, Benihana, and you came across Dustin Hoffman. How did that happen? Well, actually, I was with my parents. I was a teenager at the time. We were um, going to a convention my dad was going to in Palm Springs, and we ended up eating at the Benihana in the hotel and sat at our table was Dustin Hoffman and his wife and children, and he started drinking the sake, and the chef let him go behind the table and start doing the show, and Dustin Hoffman tossed the fried shrimp into our mouths and did the sake things and oh, wow. it was he was just like having a great time i'm sure the sake helped him but yes. yeah. we just couldn't we couldn't believe it it was so much fun he was just having a great time and he was just totally normal and and just a great great time that's a great story oh, thank, thank you, you so much marcy thanks to everybody who called you're listening to colleen and bradley we'll be right back with some d-bag celebrities celebrities aren't always nice Sometimes they're straight up D bags, which is why we created an entire segment around them here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live, doing everything entertainment. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Lindsay at the board. It's time for some D bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. <laughs> Holly, who's your D bag for today, please and thanks? <clears throat> we have a frequent flyer. Kylie Jenner. Oh, a Jenner. A Jenner. A Kardashian Jenner is a D-bag of the day. Tell me why. I'm so surprised. Kylie Jenner is my D-bag of the day because of a photo that she posted on social media. It's a picture of her in an oversized hot pink blazer. She's hanging out with her man, Travis Scott, and they're hanging out by a vehicle with the door open that's parked in an underground parking garage. So that's pretty normal, and that's fine. She's just doing it for the gram. She has her angles, so to speak. Yeah. But Kylie Jenner is my D-bag of the day because of where the car is parked. Where's the car parked? (gasps) Oh, I see it. You see it. Yeah, wait for it. Wait for it. Do you see it, Lindsay? I'm seeing. I'm waiting. I'm loading. And... Oh, that's not ideal. Yeah, because uh, this vehicle, Kylie Jenner's car, is parked in a handicapped spot. Yeah, no. And she's doing a photo shoot there. This is not the first time. I think it was Kylie. This is not the first time she has been called out for parking in a handicapped parking spot, right? I want to say that there has been a Kardashian-Jenner, and I don't know which one. Maybe Kylie. I think it was Kylie, because I remember... You know, uh, people calling her out. Maybe it was Courtney. Actually, now now that I uh, have you've put doubt in my head, it could be any Kardashian. Well, really, it, it could be any it Kardashian. Really wouldn't surprise me. But I I seem to remember. You know, within the year, we've talked about a story of one of them, perhaps Kylie, uh, parking uh, unnecessarily. In a, um, and it was one of those things where she said she was like just sitting in the car waiting. She wasn't actually parked or something oh. dumb like that. Yeah, but here's the deal. It doesn't matter if you're idling in your car, yeah. if you're just hanging out. 
You're or taking you're a spot away from there. someone yeah. who needs it. Thank you. Correct. You're actually taking a spot of somebody who may actually need that parking spot in order to get out of their vehicle so that they can have access to the building. Kylie Jenner, you are doing a photo shoot with your man parked in your car and taking up that space. That is total D-bag behavior. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, just don't do that. Don't do that. Did she apologize? Did she account for it? Has she acknowledged it? Probably not. Uh, no, her. she hasn't done anything. Now, people, oh. People.com has reached out to Kylie Jenner's rep, Chris Jenner, her mom. <laughs> uh, they haven't returned People.com's request for comment. What? But let me tell you that the internet is totally dragging her for this good so as they should yes yeah as they totally should it's just it's do better it's fine just park in the one next to it or maybe the row just just a few feet away you can still do the photo yeah yeah exactly and if you're waiting for somebody don't idle in your car in the handicap spot either i know that you're technically not parking but you're taking up the space yep yeah if you're uh if you have a candy uh a candy Okay. Oh God, do you have candy? I want candy. <laughs> if you have a handicap tag uh, and you're trying to park and you can't because Kylie Jenner is filming, yeah, doing a photo shoot. Yeah, they're, they're, no, she's literally you. taking up your space, like in the world. Yeah. That's partners like, yep, in no. crime forever. Hashtag blast. Well, literally that a crime. Is... She's committing a crime by yeah. parking and she actually a handicap is. parking spot. Do better, be better. Mm-hmm. Unless she's one of those people who has a like tag that she shouldn't have because like her Photo. aunt. Oh, has one and she borrows it or something. That never yeah. happens. Never that, happens. I feel like that happens all the time. Oh, shh. Yeah. Just not in this. Not in this one. Oh, let's not, not open uh, a can of worms no, too much. We're just going to end it here by Ky- calling Kylie Jenner a D bag. Okay. For that, goodbye, Kylie. Um, I would like to call somebody a D bag who has been a D bag before, and actually, it's kind of their whole family, but specifically mm. Kim Zolciak Bierman. Do you know Kim Zolciak? She's from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Lindsay had a look on her face. Don't be tardy. Thank you for clarifying. She's like not tardy to the bad plastic surgery place. Oh, okay. Because she's making a lot of appointments there. Because she, if you, um, if you open up this article, Lindsay Mm -hmm. and Holly, you can see that both uh, mom and daughter have been going to the same place to get their face done because they literally both have the same face at this point. Oh, wow. Which is crazy creepy. Yeah, they're twins. Anyway, that's not why I'm calling out Kim Zolciak. The reason I'm calling her out is basically for her and her daughter both, there was some drama on a flight, uh, on a Delta flight, self-created drama. And Brielle, who is the daughter, tweets the following. And we'll have to describe or uh, explain all this in a moment, but... Tommy at Gate 27 Delta LAX just kicked my whole family off the flight to Atlanta because we were waiting on my dad with our service dog to finish going through security. And KJ and Cash started crying because they thought we left them. And Kaya was literally blanking and he kicked us off. WTF. Hmm. So, you know, it's like, oh, wow, you guys were kicked off a flight. Sounds like there's something going on. Well, that tweet drama sounds like there's some drama. Well, that tweet summarily was removed. Oh, I wonder why. I wonder why. Story now explaining who some of the people are in this tweet. Tommy at gate 27 is probably a Delta worker. Uh, Yes, probably a Delta uh, gate agent. KJ and Cash are her siblings, eight years old and six years old. 
And then Kaya, I believe, is also a sibling mixed in there. Well, Kim also tweeted, and that's why I made it both her and her oh. daughter uh, D-bags, because she tweeted, unacceptable Delta, but police are now involved. And then she retweeted her daughter's tweet. So you think, wow, some stuff went down over there. Yeah. The plot thickens. Well, apparently, um, Delta Airlines had something to say about this experience. <gasps> Holly, do you uh, want to read what they responded with? Oh, yeah. So Delta Airlines commented to People.com. Here's their statement. Mrs. Zolziak, Bierman, and family elected to board their flight while her husband remained behind to provide proper paperwork for an emotional support animal. So. Meaning. Uh, that they decided to get on board the plane before everybody in their party was there. So if you can't, if everybody in your party isn't going to be able to board, it's not like you're getting kicked off. You can then decide to get off yeah, so that you can be with the rest of your family or you can sit on that plane and leave your family member behind. Yeah, you have options. You're not getting kicked off. Yes. It's just that you're you got on before your entire party was there. Right. Also the fact that it was within Delta's rights to keep dad behind because if he didn't have the proper paperwork for an emotional support animal, they're going to make you uh, do that before you take off. Well, yes. and I don't even know that that was Delta in this case. If it sounds like he was stuck at security, yeah. that's not even Delta's issue. Well, right. There's layers right? upon layers. Right. And, well, and it could very well be Delta. I'm not sure if it was LAX or if it was Delta involved, yeah. but you know, it doesn't matter if you've traveled with animals before on an airplane, there are protocols that you need to follow in order to get that animal. Yes. Increasingly onto, so because yeah. people have been, as you pointed out earlier, people trying to get their peacocks on board and i'm sure lax it's it's very much enforced there yeah. more than more so than my support snail yeah. my support pig yeah yes yeah, because so, people have actually done that before and now the airlines are like no i'm sorry sir you you can't bring that peacock on board with you mm-hmm. you're gonna have to put that down in storage okay <laughs> this is absolutely most definitely one of those examples of celebrity privilege when they think like i'll just tag delta and shame them for Ugh, giving yes. me bad customer service well first of all they didn't give you bad customer service it sounds like your family felt privileged enough to get on that plane before your entire party was there and thinking everything was going to be okay, but then they couldn't, so you missed your flight and you chose to get off the plane when you could have just kept your butt on the plane and, you know, let your dog and the support animal join you later. Right. Patience is a virtue. Also, by the way, that tweet that you first read, Bradley, from Brielle, has now been deleted. Oh, surprise, surprise. Something Mm. tells me. Also, I did find it interesting because I, when I saw Kim Zolciak's tweet, that the police were involved. I was like, ooh. <laughs> and that that just came across when you learn what the actual story was. That just comes across as like, really, you're going to use the word police to try to make people think there's something there there when there's really not. Yeah. Like, I think there is. I just get real sensitive when I hear people complaining about airlines because, you know, there are legitimate problems that the airlines have gotten themselves into yeah that are worthy of discussion and uh, attention i don't know that kim zolciak's family not getting on board the flight they wanted to because they have a support animal is really the issue that most people are going to feel somehow mm, right yeah you know supportive of it's one of those things in particular when you're considering airlines and just a general blanket statement that when you're dealing with somebody as big as delta that is a global airline they are dealing with global logistics and thousands of people at any given time 
So getting all cranky about it. Yeah. Now, if you have a legitimate gripe, okay, and that's And there are. Fair. See, that's why I think yeah. it's like yeah. it's almost like you're crying wolf. Like yeah. there are people getting dragged off airplanes. It wasn't yes. a Delta plane, mm-hmm. but you'll remember that United flight. Like right. there are bad things that can happen. Right. You don't need to waste my time with your dumb issues and your family because you don't know how to get right. on a plane correctly. And if you haven't filed the proper paperwork for your emotional support animal, it's not you just you can't just bring an animal with you on the flight and pretend like it's not there. Yeah, like there are some things that you got to follow, and you got to follow the rules too. Kim Zolciak Beerman and yeah, Brielle Beerman. I don't care how many injectables you have in that face; you ain't <laughs> entitled to any better treatment than anybody else on that plane. Thank you. I'm still confused uh, about the fact that if people are deathly or not deathly allergic, just really allergic to dogs or pets in general, how they're allowed on flights. I still don't understand why that's how that's logistically possible. That's a question. I mean, if you have a peanut allergy, you can't eat peanuts Mm -hmm. or, you know, the the entire plane will not eat peanuts for the duration of the flight. So, right. I have have a severe cat allergy. No answers. Wikipedia rabbit hole. Here we come. Okay. Bye. When we come back. Oh, we need to get the Cobra gang. We're now dissecting behind the scenes footage from the movie Jingle All the Way in the breaks, courtesy of YouTube. We're still trying to get to the bottom of a mystery. What was the name of the toy store at the Mall of America where they filmed Jingle All the Way? And if you say to me, KB Toys or FAO Schwartz, I'm going to give you a stink eye because I swear to you that was not the name of that toy store. But Well, we'll we're get, looking for it. We put out a call to the Mall of America. Yeah, Hopefully they'll respond. Please respond. In the meantime, in between time, we need to get to the bottom of a celebrity mystery. Another one, in fact, this time dealing with None other than Jerry Seinfeld. Let's get the Cobra Gang together, kids. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Who does Jerry Seinfeld hate, Holly? I don't know. we got to figure this out. Where did this come from? This is a new mystery courtesy of the latest season of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. That's Jerry Seinfeld's interview series where he literally does that. So a new season dropped on Netflix on Friday. And one of the episodes features comedian Bridget Everett and Jerry Seinfeld going around town and talking. But it's this conversation that the two of them had together. That's the origin of the mystery. So setting you up. You're going to hear comedian Bridget Everett and Jerry Seinfeld talking. So they're going to talk a little bit about the late John Belushi. Okay. And then we're going to get to the mystery comedian. Now, the mystery comedian's name has been bleeped out. So we don't know who it is. But let's listen to Jerry and Bridget discuss this mystery comedian. Let's do it. So now. Sometimes it's loaded up here. Okay. Oh, All right. So no worries. cliffhanger there. So they're talking about the late John Belushi, yeah. who was an inspiration to Bridget Everett. Well, John Belushi was also uh, beloved by the infamous comedian that Jerry Seinfeld hates. And so uh. Jerry Seinfeld goes into this conversation about how he doesn't like this comedian at all. And, in fact, they haven't liked each other for quite some time. Now, the only thing that we can know about that clip is that this person is male. Okay. So we, so we know, know they're that. male. So we know they're male. Also, allegedly, later on in the episode, Bridget and Jerry go to a, a psychic and they discuss this mystery person more, and their name has a letter A in it. So we oh, really God. don't have that much. That could literally be anyone. It literally could be anyone. Let's listen to that the rest of that audio, shall we? Great. Yep. <laughs> so wow. there's Jerry Seinfeld. I love how he didn't hold back, but then he they did bleep the name i wonder why well 
I guess he didn't feel comfortable enough. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Calling that person a sucky suck person yeah. right to their face. So here are the clues that we have. Okay. From that clip. Again, we need to figure out who Jerry Seinfeld hates. Yeah, we need to figure out who Jerry Seinfeld hates. Here are our clues. So Bridget Everett is a, quote, good friend of this guy. Okay. Number two. So somebody who's still alive, presumably. Yes, this person allegedly still alive. Now, this person is someone who Jerry could have conceivably, quote, forgotten about. So that implies that this person isn't a superstar. Yeah. But they are well known on the comedy circuit. Okay. Mm -hmm. We also know that it's someone who's been negative about Jerry Seinfeld and is also railed against comedians who weren't as, quote, wild and dangerous as he was. So think about somebody who might. Somebody who perceived himself to be wild and dangerous. Yeah. Or out there in the world of comedy. Okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. Finally, it's well no so we have two things so it's a comedian who according to seinfeld sucks wasn't funny and didn't get anywhere and uh finally i think this is alluded to later on in this show comedians and cards with getting coffee it's someone who did a quote stupid blanking voice and purports to be quote scary or dangerous so think about all of those clues okay somebody who has a voice mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. somebody who's seems to be edgy well there was a name that we talked about a little bit earlier and i feel like even more so as you've described all of these things i want to go with that name you want to go with somebody and it starts with the b and uh his name is also that of an animal give yourself a ding bradley bobcat goldthwait 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 yes the comedian do we have we don't have an example of his voice but he's a I can't even. How I've he, never heard of him. He kind of talks like that. Oh gosh, that's horrible. I'm sorry. I scared uh, no, you. <laughs> but you were. Not- I, can't, I, yeah, I can't do it. Thanks, Gollum. Oh my God. <laughs> but he has a very distinctive voice. He has a very distinctive voice. He was really big. If you don't know Bobcat Goldthwait, he was really big in the late 80s and he did a couple of movies. If you watch the Police Weird Police Academy Al- movies, right? If you watch the movie UHF with Weird Al, I believe Bobcat Goldthwait is in that. He's also in a movie called Hot to trot where he stars opposite a talking horse but i wasn't he was in a lot of like those 80s yeah just he was a comedian's comedian can you find uh do you have time over there Lindsay, to find sure. some audio that's clean of bobcat yeah yeah uh, gold we'll weight? just have to make it because clean. I, I i yeah just make sure it's clean um so I uh, that's a name that you brought up. Who else? Because the, the, by no means is definitive. Who else have people suggested that Jerry Seinfeld has uh, a, dis, a despising for a despiction of? He does not like. He does not like. Uh, well, so some of the names that were brought up, Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, that's a dis- very distinctive voice. Distinctive he, voice. I wouldn't think he was edgy. 
I, you know, I don't he know. He seems like a very classic insult comic. He, I don't know. Right. Well, Gilbert Gottfried, I don't know what his stand-up material is like, but he has been gigging on the stand-up circuit. He started with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. So they're peers and they know each other. Uh, other people were uh, speculating that maybe it's comedian Andy Kindler. Uh, a couple. Is. He is a comedian's comedian again. He has a reputation for being a little salty. He's funny. I've seen him a couple of times, but it's oh, not okay. him. Yep. Uh, other people were saying maybe Dennis Leary, maybe Dan Aykroyd, because Dan Aykroyd had an association with John Belushi, who they talked about at the beginning of the script. But most people are saying that it's Bobcat Goldthwait. Now, the connection there between Bobcat and Bridget is that Bridget had an Amazon pilot called Love You More. It was it was hot a couple of years ago, never got picked up, yep. but that pilot was directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. Interesting. Uh, I think we have some audio of Bobcat. Yep. Okay, That's as so, far as I got. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just that, that yelly, screamy. That is such an '80s voice. Yeah. It's like Sam Kinison is the only other oh, person yeah. from that era that I could. Oh! Yeah. Oh! <laughs> What's going on? Ah! <laughs> That's Sam Kinison. Yeah. Well, who's no longer with us? May he no. rest in peace. Yeah, that's true. Well, Bobcat Goldthwait, you heard him there. You probably recognize him now. Well, Bobcat Goldthwait has been talking trash about Jerry Seinfeld for decades. Oh, okay. So and it's people have gone mutual. back and looked at some of the quotes that Bobcat had to say about Jerry Seinfeld. He wasn't a fan of Jerry Seinfeld, particularly his dating habits back in the day. Because remember, Jerry Seinfeld used to date teenagers. Yeah, I was going to say uh, what. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, his his wife was a teenager. Wasn't she 17? I don't know about his wife, but definitely his girlfriend, Shoshana. Oh, Shoshana. Yeah. Okay. Who is he married to? Jessica. Okay. Jessica Seinfeld. Shoshana was. Yeah. Hmm. So he's been talking trash about Jerry Seinfeld for some time, talking about uh, how his sitcom Seinfeld like, hey, don't be fooled, guys. You think that they're all friends. They're just actors getting paid. So, mystery solved here. If you're wondering who Jerry Seinfeld hates on Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, it's probably Bobcat Goldthwait. And all right. I think the feeling is mutual between the two of them. When we come back, thank you, Holly. We want to know who your ultimate boy band is. What's your ultimate boy band? We return right here on My Talk. Everyone loves buying holiday gifts, but the credit card hangover? Not so much. Well, Old Navy is outdoing even Santa with their prices this season. They have incredible prezzies for everyone on your list, like matching jingle jammies, statement-making coats, and the coziest sweaters. And Old Navy has tons of gifts for under 15 bucks, so you can buy yourself a little something, too. Sorry, not sorry. So pop by a store or visit OldNavy.com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 